Alright, welcome back to another episode of 15 Minutes with Star-Lord. Uh, not really a sponsor shout-out, but just kind of a shout-out to some brands that support me and that I love. So, uh, first things first, Wicked Warrior Coffee. Phenomenal coffee. Great product. Uh, I drink it every day. If you're looking for a really tasty blend of coffee that is very fresh, roasted, and sent out to you immediately, check out Wicked Warrior Coffee. Uh, Nogi Nation Apparel, one of my one of my companies, we make great apparel for the Nogi, you know, aspect of the world, rash guard shorts. Uh, we do custom shirts for people's walkouts, custom rash guards for gyms. So go ahead and go to nogination.com, check that out. You know, home of the fuck the IBJJF gear. So, you know, it's near and dear to my heart. Uh, Sapatero Invitational, my tournament. We're coming back this year, $5,000 tournaments probably three or four of them this year, and then hopefully a $10,000 absolute. So stay tuned to Sapatero Invitational. Send them a message. Uh, there's a application form to try to get a spot in one of the tournaments on there. And then just stay tuned because we will have qualifiers if you don't get accepted by your application. The last one I want to give a shout out to is the Hammercast by one of my students, Scott Weaver, a podcast kind of in the business realm of things, talking about how people get their starts in whatever business they have or their profession. And uh, episode two is coming out today. It's a very interesting podcast, so go ahead and give that one a listen to. All right, thanks guys. What's up guys? So I uh, had a pretty positive response for the last episode, uh, so I decided to keep going. It's not going to be a daily thing, but uh, a couple times a week I'll hop on here and kind of talk about some stuff that I have going on in my life things I've been thinking about and uh, upcoming events and stuff like that. So we'll see if this episode is in the same place because I switched to a different uh, studio type application. So episode one may be in a different spot till I get it set over. But now I'm going to be able to have some cool intros and sponsor ads and all that fun stuff. Not that I'm trying to really make money off of this. I'm just going to kind of shout out some of the people that I've been enjoying and, um, you know, good companies that I support. I'm not really trying to monetize, if you know what I mean. But, you know, I had a lot of people talk to me about my thoughts on, you know, be less of a piece of shit and uh, the principles of Kaizen and stuff like that. And we'll kind of get to that later on in the in the chat. But uh, I had some cool experiences the last few days. Got getting trained with John Combs. He's the uh, 77 kilo champion from ADCC Trials this past year and John's one of the sweetest dudes in jiu-jitsu him and uh him and Keith Krikorian are probably the nicest guys in jiu-jitsu and I've gotten to have John over at my school the last few days and I uh, got to train and share some knowledge and stuff like that and the really cool thing is John is someone who's very successful at a high competitive level but he's one of the nicest people in the sport but he's also I think one of the smartest and also very receptive to learning from whole bunch of people I mean if you put our resumes next to each other I mean John is so much better at jiu-jitsu than me but gave me a, a ton of respect and learning what I had to show in leg locks and entanglements and my concepts of jiu-jitsu and how I kind of break things down and he just he's a sponge man he's got a uh, Eddie Cummings style mindset so he's gonna be very very effective as a coach one day right now he's very focused on competition and all that good stuff. And he's actually competing this weekend in Miami for Jets Kings. He's got a match with Cody Steele, which is going to be an insane match because it's such a good stylistic matchup. 
But uh, yeah, I got to hang out with him a lot. Uh, Spencer came down, Spencer Mummy, Spencer Royce Mummy, you know, Sober Grappler, and I uh, got to train with them. And Werther was in town too, so, so we got to uh, really share some ideas and concepts, and it was a really good brainstorming session, and I think we all gained a lot out of it. So that's been kind of cool on the training front. Huge classes, had like 25 people in class last night. My morning class was getting big as well. Had probably eight the last two days and very, very excited about that because from a business standpoint, I've been open for 11 months. Uh, it's going to be 12 months in February, our one year anniversary. We're getting ready for promotions and a little bit of a party and stuff like that. And we're closing in on 80 students. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. It's huge growth. If I do half of that next year, I'll be extremely happy and keep compounding on top of that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be over in Miami on Friday, cornering John, hanging out with some friends. I didn't realize how many great guys were on the card. And uh, I was looking at the, the tournament bracket and I saw JM Holland in there. So I'm, I'm excited to hang out with JM because he's one of the coolest dudes in jiu-jitsu. Uh, him and Zach were a big reason I kind of started doing what I was doing, you know. Um, them and the finishers, they were the, the guys that kind of paved the way for Sapatero. And I've been kind of trying to model what I do off of them. I mean, they got a great podcast. They got their finishers enterprises, their tournaments, their schools. I mean, those guys are, are some of the sharpest minds in jiu-jitsu. And, I mean, you know, they make Grace Gundrum. They, they got Thor. So they're phenomenal coaches down, down there, too. So I'm excited to hang out with them. Corner John. Watched some really good jiu-jitsu. Spencer's in there. Andrew Tackett's in there. I saw Orlando's in there. Ethan Crellinston. Bunch of really good guys in a 145 pound tournament. So I'm excited to watch that up close and personal. Uh, you can catch that on Flow Grappling. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Flow, but this event looks very stacked. So I'm excited for that. Uh, then Saturday morning, actually. So I'm going to drive over to Miami Friday, coach, watch the event, hang out, drive back Friday night because I have to be in Tampa Saturday morning at NMAC to coach a bunch of my students who are competing in a local tournament so it, it's really cool to watch because I know I talked about it last time you really get to see uh, someone's inner workings when they compete you see who they really are and it's very cool because as a coach I'm not so much interested in their jiu-jitsu progressing I mean obviously I am because that's what they come to me for but more how they react to adverse situations and how, how they can grow from it because I'm a big believer in throwing people to the wolves in competition because Hard situations make stronger people. And you, you hear that saying that soft times make weak men, hard times make strong men, and strong men, you know, make easy times and all that fun stuff. But I I really started fighting and competing because I wanted to kill my inner bitch. And that's what I told told myself all the time. And uh, it, it's not the, the healthiest mindset to have. I mean, it's great for growth, but... I still find myself very having a very negative com conversation with myself in my head a lot of the times, and that that's what forces me to grow. But I started competing to to kill my inner bitch because I, I thought I was a bitch, you know. And I didn't. Nobody really realizes how tough they are until they go into cer certain circumstances. And uh, you know, this is. It's not like you're going out to war to die, you know. I mean, we do in combat sports. There is a chance you of great bodily harm, breaking a limb. I mean, hell, you could even die, but it's not like you're going out there and you're fighting for your country and stuff like that. That's that's the ultimate form. But 
I think combat sports, especially MMA and uh, more like the wrestling arts and grappling arts, it's, it's the closest thing you can get to combat in a controlled environment where the chances of serious grave harm are very low, you know? And I think it's really healthy for a lot of people to do that. I mean, I think people should get punched in the face because then they realize that they're not made out of glass. They're not going to break, you know? And it's something that everybody should kind of do because you really learn about yourself. And I like to learn more about my students because I'm not just, at least I don't view myself as just their jiu-jitsu coach. I'm their friend, you know? I want to help them grow as a person and they help me grow as a person as well just through the opportunity to teach them. So I, I get really excited. I enjoy going out to coach my students. You know, it's a long day. I mean, I got a bad back, bad neck. I'm going to be standing around all day. I'm going to be sore. I'm going to be grumpy. Jenna's going to come home and I'm going to be sitting there on the couch, probably drinking my hand, fucking bitching about sitting there in the tournament all day and inevitably things go wrong. But when you get out of that scenario, I'm always incredibly grateful to be able to go coach people and to be able to spend time in the sport, you know, because it's something I love, even when I don't enjoy every moment of it. So that's coming up this weekend. I'm really excited about that. So I also wanted to break down the Jits Kings event this weekend. It's a 16-man tournament, 145 pounds, $5,000 prize, which is pretty good. It's uh, ADCC rules or modified ADCC rules. I'll have to ask them when I get there. I know the last one was in Tampa, and there was a, it was real similar to ACC, but there were a couple differentiating factors, so I'm not sure if they're going to keep the same rule set or not. I'll learn a little bit more at the event, but there's some really good guys in it, so I'm going to go like top left to bottom right of the bracket, just read it out, and then we'll kind of talk about it. You got Christian Guzman versus Corbin Sainz, Andrew Tackett versus Aiden Collins, Adam Ferreira versus Emilio Hernandez, Rodrigo Francioni versus J.M. Holland. And then moving over to the top side of the right bracket, you got Orlando Castillo versus Kevin Granados, Jose Cadavid versus Ricky Lule. You got Ethan Krellenston versus Guillermo Lima, Spencer Mume versus Jay Chiotti. And uh, I, I've been really lucky to have a bunch of these guys on my show in the past. I know Andrew Tackett, he was on Jordan Holly's event out in Texas. And, I mean, obviously, little brother William Tackett, very good, great back control. Really good guard passing, little little green on the leg locks and stuff like that. I think he just got his purple belt. Aiden Collins is a brown belt out of Fort Myers. Really tough kid. Uh, I've rolled with him a couple times. Gotten to see him compete live in some events. Pretty solid wrestling. Really really good in general. He's a good dude. Uh, I know Emiliano Hernandez. He is definitely one of the favorites. I think he's a black belt from. Oh, I think it was Drysdale, but he, he was really good. He did really well in the last event, and I think that was at 170 pounds. So this is 145, a little bit of a size difference. Obviously, J.M. Holland from 10th Planet Bethlehem, one of the top 10th Planet guys in the weight class at 145. Really good competitor and just a great dude. So I think he's going to do well in there. Orlando Castillo is a black belt at fight sports. He's taking on Kevin Granados, a younger up-and-coming competitor. Should be a pretty good match. Orlando had a uh, mishap at the last event where I think he got taken down and he got knocked unconscious by the takedown. So hopefully uh, there's nothing like that on this event. Orlando's been around for a while, been on a couple of my events. He's a good dude. Ricky Lule, another 10th Planet standout. Uh, good wrestling, just overall really good jiu-jitsu competitor. So he's, uh, he's pretty solid. 
Ethan Crelinston, obviously ADCC Trials champ, one of the DDS guys. I've had Ethan on some of my events. He's actually one of the 145-pound champions from Zapatero back in the day. And uh, great back game, great triangles, all that stuff. Spencer, he's uh, Spencer's like, dude, he's the guy that when shit hits the fan and you need somebody to show up to your event in two hours to compete, that's him. He doesn't ask what weight class. He doesn't ask what rule set. He just says, sure, I'll be there. Fucking shows up and throws on a show. Really good leg locks, knee bars specifically. So, uh, yeah, it's really an exciting event. I mean, if I had to pick some favorites on the left side of the bracket, Andrew Taggart, Emilio, or Emilio Hernandez, and J.M. Holland are probably the favorites in my mind. Um, I don't know. I think Tackett has a clear path to the semis, and he's going to take on either Emilio and JM for a spot in the finals. And then on the right side, Ethan Crellinson is definitely the favorite. Uh, Ricky Lule is really good, and Spencer is really good too. So depending on what happens in the matches, I could see either Ethan versus Ricky for a spot in the finals or Spencer versus Ricky for a spot in the finals. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited about that this weekend. And then you got some good matches. My buddy Jared, Jared Anderson's got a match with, uh, God, Porfrio. I'm trying to remember his first name. He had a match with Quintinet. Kasai got heel hooked, but he's a, he's a killer, man. He, he plays a lot of 50-50, a lot of the inverted, inverted game. I think he's from Henzo Gracie, Orlando. He's a brown belt, really solid guy. I've seen him win some absolutes locally. A fucking killer. And Jared is a black belt out of Gambler's Jiu-Jitsu Club. And uh, he's been around the game for a while. We both came up around the same time. I got to go over to Gambler's uh, last Thursday and teach Jared some of my breaking mechanics and some thoughts on, uh, on the matches and stuff like that. So I'll be there pulling for him. And then your main event, you got... John Combs versus Cody Steele, and it's it's interesting because they have a very similar style, really wrestling heavy. You know, John's got a really good guillotine, really good back game. Cody Steele's got a pretty good back game. He uh he won combat jiu-jitsu at 170 pounds. He I think he's the only one to win every match in overtime, and he's got a very good back control. So if he gets there, it's really solid. And uh, the only susceptibilities I've seen from these guys are Cody's gotten heel hooked a few times but John's not like a leg lock wizard so it's not like he's going to sit guard and try to look for entries to honey hole and stuff like that it's going to be a very wrestling heavy heavy match and uh, John is definitely the favorite in my eyes I think he's going to win but it's going to be a fucking hell of a match like these guys are going to throw some takedowns at each other a lot of choke attempts and they both put on a pace so I'm really excited anyways that's kind of what I got going on the next couple days what happened so uh yeah, be on the lookout for Jets Kings. Uh, watch out for John Combs. He's going to be coming to come after some people. And then down the road, we have Sapatero, the 185ers. I believe it's April 18th in Orlando, Florida. So I'm going to start releasing some names for the bracket coming up here as they get confirmed. I'm very excited. Uh, we got the main event. It's going to be a catch wrestling match between Johnny Buck and Karinga Kongwe. I'm a big fan of the art of catch wrestling. been practicing it for a while. So I'm excited to kind of bring it out to a new audience in the world of jiu-jitsu because it sucks because the catch wrestling group is filled with, filled with a bunch of guys who are sitting in their mom's basement eating Cheetos, fucking talking shit, saying they're catch wrestlers. And uh, 
the real guys have gotten a little older and they're moving on to coaching. And, you know, most of the guys who are really good catch wrestlers just kind of keep quiet, you know, like the Johnny Bucks of the world, the Ian Joneses. I mean, I, I think I'm the only guy that kind of talks shit, but uh, even then I'm trying to move back away from that. So, yeah, looking forward to the events this weekend and a lot of stuff coming up. So stay tuned. I'll probably put out another podcast uh, probably Sunday after everything's gone down. And uh, remember, try to be a little bit less of a piece of shit every day.